Shall we begin? Let's do it. Previously on Tokyo Signals, the year is 1994, and the truth is still out there? Or at least, that's what Agent Fox Mulder still wants you to believe. And what his gaslighting love interest turned co-worker, Agent Dana Scully, still can't believe. On our last dive into the X-Files, we visited our heroes in Season 3, where they duked it out with a giant crocodile that definitely was not the Loch Ness Monster. But with Halloween season upon us, it's time to get back into those files and learn more about this duo's exploits. After a quick trip to Mexico, Mulder has found himself, and some aliens, while harassing a local radio technician. So, since messing around south of the border and getting people killed is in line with their mission statement, the FBI has rehired him. And you know what that means, it's time to crack open a cold one with the boys. And by cold one, I mean manila folder, and by boys, I of course mean uh, Scully. And now, our story continues. We interrupt this program to bring you... A giant of limitless power. What would happen, they wondered. Why not try? Nuclear fission. To build the first atomic bomb. Man has released from within the atom's heart not one, but many giants. Welcome to Tokyo Signals, the bite-sized kaiju podcast for all your sewer exploration needs. I'm Rob, and joining me live from a spooky radioactive Russian freighter is a very special guest. Would you mind introducing yourself? Of course. Hey, it's me, Lisa Napsiger, back on the podcast to talk about scary stuff. Yeehaw! (laughs) Last time we talked about the most scary thing possible, uh, Cinderes, and uh, this time we're talking about the second most scary thing, uh, fluke worms. It's related somehow. (laughs) I'm sure Cinderi fluke worm would be a very good, like, uh, uh, cover image to be Right, if they can do, like, My Life is a Slime or whatever that one was called. (laughs) My Life is a Cinderi fluke worm. For for the Marissa episode that I did, we made a joke about a Yassified uh, Charizard. Or, sorry, Yassified Dragonite uh, for the (laughs) the giant Dragonite episode of Pokemon. Maybe I'll make a Cinderi fluke man for this episode as the cover. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and just call it now. I'm going to tr- that's going to be the logo. Um <laughs> but hey, would you mind telling us a little uh, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah, I do Minia drawings. Uh, Minia Monday has been on a pause, but it should probably come back. Um, <laughs> probably because um been doing the Titanitober uh, drawing challenge that I set up for the month of October. So Incredible. doing 31 different monsters every day. This Incredible year, everybody results. had crazy suggestions. <laughs> Things that I've never heard of before. This is the third year of doing it. So I think the first year I set up my own prompt list and then it was fun to get some suggestions from the crowd afterwards and everybody always suggests really complicated (laughs) mechs and stuff and then i'm like oh this is why (laughs) 
<laughs> this is why we shouldn't have polls on the internet. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, we, we run into a similar problem where whenever we put out a poll, it's like, if there's a Godzilla option, it's going to win. So we, it's true. we, we try and like, when we're doing like fan votes or something, it's like, eh, please, uh. <laughs> that and no anime series to review in like the span of three weeks, please. <laughs> I know. I think there was like some watch this over the weekend, uh, section on Crunchyroll, oh, and they yeah. had one piece there. And I'm like, was this a joke? <laughs> like, that's a bit that's like a that's a goof <laughs> nice um, but yeah uh, i also know that you're uh you're you've got some comics out there in uh the the wild uh true uh not currently not toku related comics but you've got something in the works that i'm excited about very very much uh i don't know if you have like a, a planned release for that so we can also save that for the next signals episode we'll have you come on <laughs> for that <laughs> Right. The good news is I've got some books in the work. Um, the bad news is I, um, I'm i drawing them. Uh, so it's yeah, going well. to take a long time to do that. But I'm hoping <laughs> maybe like around two years per book. I'm working on two different books right now. So I've got those in the works. Stay tuned. Um, but I do have a young adult graphic novel called Minus. Not mm-hmm. toku related. But um, <laughs> if you like dad and daughter crime story stuff. And that's maybe adjacently related to the X-Files, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, especially with the, yeah, with, with uh, Mulder's history. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you can do that. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. My handle is at Lisa Napsiger. And, yeah, I'm always drawing something with monsters. Either <laughs> stuff for Titanitober this month. Um, probably lose a couple ideas and brain cells and draw kaiju kissing each other again. It's fun. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're up for another uh, kaiju butt pick. Uh, f- uh, butt it's drawing. true. Uh, if I get to to four thousand followers, 000? all right. Well, you heard that's it here, the folks. Number. <laughs> yeah, the people need it. The people need to see more kaiju butts, more butts in seats. That's what I say. True. Um. Uh. But yeah. Uh. Today we're gonna be talking about X Files, as the intro alluded to. Uh, previously we did an episode with, uh, the no gods pod, uh, where we talked about, a, uh, an episode in season three, but, uh, when I first came up with the idea to do this, like one shot season of, of Tokyo signals, I pinged a bunch of people. And the second, the second person I messaged was you. So the first person was Eric, you know, it was like, uh, it was like, Hey, here's my daydream. Uh, and then the very second person I, and you, you responded first, actually, I, I don't know if I've <laughs> like uh, told you the backstory of this. So the second person to give me an idea for a one shot, uh, Tokyo signals episode was you with this specific episode of the X-Files, a show that I have not watched since I was a little kid because it scared me as a little kid and I decided to never come back. So <laughs> I had to lock it down when you said it could be this episode. I'm like, yes, I called dibs right now. It, I mean, you really like you opened up a vault and it's I it was coming back to it was a lot of fun. Um, and I watching this episode. You know what? I get why I was so scared of it. I get why I was scared of this show. This one's justified. Yeah, there are a couple that I look back and I'm like, oh, I was way too young when I was watching it. That's why it bothered me. This one I watched again. I'm like, oh, yeah, they oh, like yeah. <laughs> they flat out show it all the time. And it's horrible. <laughs> um. But yeah, what's uh, I mean, I I blabbed about my history on uh, the previous episode, but uh, do you 
by any chance have any personal history or uh, uh, memories of the show? Uh, uh, my dad is big into like supernatural paranormal stuff. So he's to blame. He would always be like <laughs> camped out in the living room watching it way too late. Um, and then I have all these memories of like, oh, I can't sleep at night. I, I can't sleep. I'm not tired. And then I'd go downstairs to see what dad's doing. And he's like, oh, I'm just watching some TV. Go to bed. And I'm like, no, I think I'll hang out with you a bit. So then, of course, I can't sleep. Watch something terrifying like this. And then I definitely can't sleep. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just that morbid curiosity. I feel like this is when I knew I was like a horror fan <laughs> where I was just like, oh, it's so terrible, but I can't stop looking at it. Can't stop thinking about the scary stuff. And it got to be so much of a problem that my mom like tried to be like, no, just don't watch this with her. Don't watch it around her. But dad's like, no, it's on air. Like, I don't want to miss these episodes. So he's like <laughs> camped out in front of this little tube TV that we have in the kitchen. And he's got his headphones plugged into the jack in the front. But I'm still watching it with him. He thinks it's just not going to be as scary because I can't hear the sound. But <laughs> I'm oh my still like gosh. staring at the fluke man. And that is still <laughs> terrifying just to look at. So... Oh, I love this show. It's <laughs> very special. That I haven't was... seen any of the new stuff though. The like, yeah, the there's like a. I know there's a reboot, and then there's well, there's like the three movies or something, and then there's the the newest. It's like new generation or something, which is just like the right. new the new Mulder and Scully, and Mulder and Scully are just kind of like there is like you know, oh, we're not you know we're we're too deep in the conspiracy, and now it's up to you kids to go on and be the new us uh but i have also not watched any of it um <laughs> <laughs> my dad said it was all right i oh. think he saw a couple episodes he's like no nah, let's just go back to the classics <laughs> yeah uh i i've for me it was it was like watching uh, like a lot of uh, star trek with my dad when i was a kid i think there's like the you know uh you're kind of like your your you know your family kind of determines what your obsession is going to be pretty early on and like my dad was a big star trek fan so like uh, x-files was just the thing that played like after simpsons or something like it was just like if i stayed on long enough <laughs> right so i would i would religiously watch the simpsons and then it would be like two shows later you know like the critic would come on and then x-files or something so it always catch like a little bit of it and then i would always be too scared because the first thing they do is like the first horror movie like two characters running around and one of them gets sucked into a pit and dies so it's like ah nope not for me <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah uh that's that's cool i i uh i like hearing like people that have these very personal stories uh, uh kaiju hime was on uh a previous episode and we talked about uh her mom really liking kimba the white lion which I thought was like really? <laughs> I thought I had just picked someone at random i i another point towards you i had actually asked you hey who would be a good disney person to reach out to for this disney themed signals mm. <laughs> um and so i got i got uh her not on that episode but on the episode right after so i, I keep getting very lucky that i have i've asked people that like have these connections but um i'm very glad that you could be here for this episode uh and speaking of do you want to get into the plot <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Did I scare you? Good. Because it's time for us to talk about Season 2, Episode 2 of The X-Files, The Host. Not, not the South Korean one. 
That was when I also that was, very good. That was the one I covered when I first joined the podcast six years ago. This is this is this other one. This is unrelated. Pu, what's that smell coming from this? <laughs> Pu, what's that smell coming from this Russian bowed septic system? Why, it's half of a Russian. Egads, what could have possibly happened? I guess we'll never know. Unless the other half of the body somehow shows up in Newark's sewer system, that is. Let's go investigate the heck out of this. Mulder is put on the case, and he's knee-deep in poo gas. And it sure does seem like it's just a dead guy. And Mulder, in shockingly un-Mulder-like uh, uh, fashion, doesn't think it's spooky enough to count as his shit. Shockingly, Scully is the one who has to get him excited about poking at a corpse. And bingo, baby! A giant worm thing is living inside his guts! That's what I'm talking about! That's what we're here for! Capital S Spooky! Time to call Mulder and get him jazzed about this case! But that's not the only call Mulder receives that evening, as a mysterious benefactor Q-drops him some information that <laughs> the reinstatement of the X-Files must be undeniable. Speaking of, it's time for our second victim to get chomped by this mysterious creature. Don't worry though, the sanitation worker is pulled to safety, but with a large wound on his back. Not just any wound though, <laughs> but something that looks like a giant fluke worm bite. Huh. What are the chances of that? Anyway, later that night, a shockingly stoic sanitation worker barfs up a lot of blood and a whole dank fluke worm. Wow, awful. That's not all. As, <laughs> as that same night, <laughs> the big old fluke man himself is captured inside of a pipe at the treatment plant. Time for us to get a closer look at this. Oh, oh he's horrifying. <laughs> but we'll go into that in just a bit. So the big bad monster is caught. Job's done now, right? Oops, in a hilarious move, the FBI decides that maybe this guy just needs to talk to a therapist about all the blood sucking and baby spitting he's been up to. Uh-oh, you know what that means. That's right, the fluke man escapes and gets sucked into a porta potty cleaning truck. Well, at least he's captured there. Ah, oh, shoot. He's been dumped right back into the water treatment plant. And just in time for us to hear that the little flukes inside of people will most likely grow up to be full-on flukemans themselves. Shucks golly, I guess Mulder and Charlie, no, not the Charlie from No Gods, No Monsters, have to go down and <laughs> look for this wormy little guy. Only to be attacked by him. Yikes, get out of there, Mulder. Or just, you know, close a giant pressure gate on the fluke, worm, uh, fluke man and cut him in half. Well, that's it. And just in time for Scully to wrap up her own investigation and conclude that the fluke man is just a tiny Russian version of the Toxic Avenger, but also a bit of the fly. And so we end our spooky episode with everything going back to normal until the remains of the fluke man awaken in the murky depths of the treatment plant. The end. I guess... <sighs> Was that close? So gross. Yeah. Oh, like all of the the barfing and the spitting and the slurping. I think the the thing that oh, like really, really wrecked me was the the guy, the sanitation guy who gets bit and he's like back at home. And he's like, oh, my mouth tastes so bad because he's I mean, his bile duct is getting eaten by a worm. Uh, and just the like the freaky. 
I don't know. I it's, there's something about like that, you know, like that psychotic fixation thing that we do in movies, where it's like someone just gets like, ah, they have that break and they start just like doing something more and more. It's like in the, oh my gosh, what was the movie where the guy like picked his teeth out? And oh, started, peels his yeah. face. Wasn't that? Oh, um, I can't think of. I feel like that was a uh, the haunted house movie, wasn't it? Am I crazy? No. I've seen so many things back to back lately. I'm like, could have been here, could have been there. <laughs> Um, but like yeah. which house episode does somebody barf up blood? Here uh, is a Wikipedia list. <laughs> here's the barf blood episode. <laughs> yeah, and then just like calmly being like, "Well, time to get back in the shower." <laughs> oh my gosh, too much, too much. For some reason, it's more gross having it be bloody and toothpastey. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I feel like I probably would have called like 911 immediately. I feel like if I got bit by a weird mysterious monster and then I start coughing up blood, I would be like, "Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I saw aliens. I know where this goes." Yeah, definitely. <laughs> five alarm fire. Please help. <laughs> um nice. speaking of five alarm fires, do you want to talk about this uh wormy guy? He is horrifying. And the fact that we get to see this creature like in full Front so many center, times yeah. is crazy i think about like it's obviously done with practical effects and they don't shy away from showing him like that's just so crazy yeah. i would think like oh you want to encase it in shadows and make it look more terrifying no you just get to see this like horrible sucker well, mouth. he's, he's <laughs> just press up uh, the scene in the treatment plant when they first see him and they they turn and he's a like little light up. he's just like harder and he there's a little <laughs> tiny perfect little porthole you know with glass so they can look into the the poop treatment plant facility machine and there's just a, a gross pale wrinkly head with those like ugh, awful it's he's just gross uh <laughs> would you like to describe this gross man oh man here we go Bachelor number one looks like, (laughs) (laughs) like definitely humanoid, but encased in this like slimy, lumpy, loose skin. Yeah. And the, (laughs) the sucker mouth, like there, there are these two eyes, no real nose, but then front and center, there's this bullseye like gaping open with the little the hook teeth yeah. right because he has to fasten ha- to his victims you know just <laughs> like the flatworm his... does oh i just i remember in high school the first time i heard about like a flatworm proper was not from this show it's because i stopped watching the show it was from like uh <laughs> like a, a a gal i was dating in high school who was, who was telling me about like just wormy infections while we were like running around like in a rainstorm because i was like yeah it's fun running around rain she's like no it's not it's gross and you're gonna get like a a, like a ringworm or a flatworm or something and i was like that's not true and then like she explained how true it was and now that's all this episode reminds me of is having like the last conversation with that girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) now we don't go outside (laughs) now i don't go outside i don't look at the rain i don't even look at it i'm so scared oh my gosh i (laughs) I don't know more about worms than like this episode or again, the episode of house where like they oh, rope yep, it out yep. of that woman's mm-hmm. abdomen. Like, Oh, God. oh I have a, a dog story. I know we love dog stories. Oh, so no. I was watching a friend's dog. He, <laughs> 
He went on a rampage and ate a bunch of our clothes for some reason. Uh, but he ate a pair of Jacob shorts, my husband, and oh, he no. took the drawstring and swallowed it. So we're on a walk. I didn't realize this has happened. And he, like, the Goes, dog squatted yeah. to go, but there was nothing to pick up after him. So I thought, oh, he's, he's kind of old and maybe he didn't actually need to do anything. So we go home and as I'm taking off his harness, like, I see something under his tail and I think it's a worm coming out of him because it's like flat and white and so I'm pulling it out of the dog but it's it's the the waistband for <laughs> for a pair of athletic shorts but it was white and flat and I was like no <laughs> this is the worst that was a relief I'm glad it yeah it, it, uh, good on you for being like brave enough to finally be like I'm gonna have to pull that worm out <laughs> I would I would do it. Let it be known. My my dog washing services know no limits. So <laughs> anything to protect these dogs. It's true. Um yeah, he is really like like a flesh mummy, you know? Like a pale uh, flesh mummy. And then he's got this and the practical effects really cool because they just like layered like tons of like prosthetics on top of this guy's face. So he has these really sunken eyes. With this like really gross red, like infected looking like skin around the eyes. And then yeah, you can see like a human-ish mouth underneath like three layers of lamprey, you know, fluke worm skin with those, yeah, those four little pincers. Awful. Just terrible. Um Did you also see the picture of uh uh him hanging out with Julian Anderson? <laughs> I did. I got some Black Lagoon vibes there. <laughs> they really, yeah, it is. Um, he's just misunderstood. He just needs somebody to talk to if he does talk. I don't know. Maybe don't... he just. <laughs> uh, he, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the FBI was pretty convinced that maybe we should just, I don't know, try and talk to him. Uh, and he. Oh. oh, hey, Red. You okay? You have a big fight? You good? Okay. Red played too hard and now he's tired. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, buddy. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, he's uh, not only is he like physically gross, uh but the the thing that we probably should talk about is like he uh reproduces by vomiting a baby into his victims after he bites them. And uh man oh man, I like just taking the worst elements of alien and then like doubling it. I think because you have to like, you know, like when a, a, an alien bites you, you know, you don't have to worry about poop. Also, this thing covered in poop the whole time. No fun. No fun. Um, Just a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. Uh, But he really is just like, I don't know, like a, a tokusatsu villain. It's a monster that you would see in an episode of like Kamen Rider Black, you know, when he's fighting other bug themed <laughs> villains, you know? He uh, almost reminds me of, I don't know if I'm going to say this one right. Is it Jamila or Camila? It's a monster in Ultraman. It's got that same like weird, like lumpy skin, ill gray, creepy red mouth. I don't know. <laughs> Spelled like J-A-M-I-L-A. I don't know how to say it, but oh. he's also scary. <laughs> Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, no. Um, yes, he is. He's got the exact same skin texture, but instead of like, uh, 
uh, a big dorky mouth. He's got a lamprey mouth. And instead of having a tragic backstory of being, I don't know, a scientist, uh, like a rocket scientist guy, uh, like went up and turned into a monster, I think. I admittedly watched that once. I don't remember off the top of my head exactly what happens there. But it's one of those <laughs> sympathy for a monster thing. Guess who I don't have any sympathy for? The 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 fluke man. I just Yeah. Um they expand on his backstory in like the comic book series, which is like they make the host one part one and part two, where after getting his upper half detated, uh he mm. regenerates, shows up to Martha's vineyard, starts making a bunch of other fluke men, and then a, a Russian Spetsnaz guy in disguise as the local sheriff comes in and kills all the flukemen. And then Mulder and Scully show up and he's like, That's right. I was Russian all along. I was not the American uh, sheriff like you thought. And I was actually, I know this man, Dimitri. He fell into a vat of uh, radioactive uh, poop filled with fluke worms. And so he turned into fluke man. Sorry. Goodbye. And then he leaves. Incredible. <laughs> I read I read the synopsis of the comics. I have not read the comics. So I might be wrong. No, I want to. That was <laughs> all right, something goodbye. else. That's all. I have done what is needed of me and I've told you things, so now it's over. Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, if you look in his eyes, he's seen some stuff. So clearly he he's got he's got some other stuff going on. Yeah, if you zoom in, you can see a little bit of that's the thing, is like the details that get lost, like shot on film, you know. But he's got like little bits of like tufts of hair on the sides of his head. You can see that humanoid mouth, like the, with the humanoid teeth that are all messed up, like towards the back of his throat. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see where there may have been a nose that's just gotten stretched out over his lamprey, like sucker thing. It's a uh, it's pretty awful. The little tiny bits <laughs> of humanity that you can still see in him are the most disturbing element, you know. A shout out to everybody watching not only 90s on film, but watching it on freebie.com. Oh. <laughs> like, you know, two pixels per inch. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I, I watched this on Hulu, but only because my parents have a Hulu account and forgot to remove Yay. it from their smart TV <laughs> and recently nice. gave me their smart TV after moving. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, but hey, do you want to talk about our favorite moments? Yes. <laughs> uh, I'll let you go first because I have a handful. I also have a least favorite moment, but only because it's like, eh, come on. All right. Uh, you know? Right. I'm I'm blending them together because there are parts that I'm like, oh, that was so crazy and memorable. So I'm like, it's my favorite. But I'm like, that was revolting. So <laughs> it's not my favorite. I mean, we talked about him like barfing the, the bloody toothpaste in the, <laughs> the bathroom. But then yeah. there was the... Uh, the other part slithering into the the outhouse and then going into the, the toilet, to like <laughs> getting sucked so into gross. the the fart tube was so funny. <laughs> I um, the grossest. Uh, I think the reveal of the fluke man was just so like it's so on its face. Um, and having like jumped around to a lot of different episodes of X-Files, they're usually pretty good about like plausible deniability being like a core element of the like story, you know? Um, but like you don't get any more blatant than like 
five city workers standing around like a, a tube with like a piece of glass and they go like let me turn on this light over here oh my god you know <laughs> jeez i'm from newark i don't know how to do a newark new accent <laughs> uh, they're all isn't from there new jersey isn't there a part uh later on where they're like i don't remember between which scenes it is but they've got him on a stretcher and like the people they're carrying just... him are just still kind of casual about it they're just like Ugh. they don't even <laughs> like strap him in that he just like gets out because they were like well, right. handcuff him that's my least favorite part is the fact that it's like so it's not like he like overpowers the thing or he like sprays a lamprey into someone's face and then like breaks free or like you know his skin is so messed up that he just like sloughs off of, like a glove's worth of skin you know (laughs) there's never like a thing where he like he doesn't like escape cleverly they just like you know they casually put him in the back seat the two guards take a nap and then like (laughs) the driver notices that he's gotten up at some point and then goes oh well let me get my shotgun and just kind of look back there it's like no man maybe wait that thing's like a monster the second i saw this thing if i was in charge of transporting that from point a to point b and it broke out in the back of the van Sorry, dog. I'm leaving right. that van locked up. They just heard up. a giant worm. They just heard like giant fluke worm. It was like, oh, this thing has arms and legs. What? <laughs> no, no. <Mm-mm. laughs> we got to clamp it down. <laughs> I like inject it with more drugs Inge- like have a just kill it. <laughs> just kill it right now. <laughs> uh, that like that to me. I don't know. I kind of wish there was like a more clever means of escape there. Uh, but aside from that, I mean, you know, it's still very fun um speaking of very fun do you have any final thoughts on the episode i just think that um not usually a fan of jump scares but the <laughs> the part where like during the autopsy the <laughs> the freak room just like popping out hey. uh it doesn't matter how many times i see it it gets me every time i'm just like Ugh. <laughs> the grossest it's oh, this is a good one <laughs> It's a solid, like, it's a solid episode, and, like, I'm pretty, like, squicked out about any kind of, like, gore stuff or any, like, body horror or, like, egg-laying stuff. I don't know. It's just, like, it's always creeped me out. Maybe I watched Aliens when I, or Alien Resurrection too young when I was a kid. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I think Alien Resurrection was my first. The reason I say that is that was my first, like, me by myself watching horror movie experience. So, you know. Um it, it it doesn't like it, it moves at like a really good clip. It does make you it makes me miss like old filmmaking or even like that limited like uh, limits on technology where like now you would just make a really crappy CGI flukeman. Whereas here they had to make like kind of like a pretty, pretty cool fluke suit for a men to wear. Uh, and then, you know, shoot it in ways where you don't see like the goofy feet or the like fact that it's like, he's only wearing half the outfit right now because it's too hot or whatever. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a very, very fun episode. And I think that, uh, dipping back, you know, into X-Files for October was perfect. So I'm really glad yeah. that we, we did like a little, uh, it's not quite creature featurey, but uh, I'm glad that we did this for October, and I'm really glad that you got to come back to talk about it with me. <laughs> Always good to 
to dig up childhood trauma and remember why we like spooky stuff in the first place. Yeah, I don't get it. I feel like as a little kid, I watched this. I'm like, this was horrible. I'm not going to be able to sleep. But why do I like that? (laughs) But what if I watched it again? Uh, a solid one uh, you're right though like like the cool practical effects in this episode are great if they did it today it would just be like i don't know some overdone cg thing that would easily translate into like a Fortnite skin and oh you know you gosh. get to have your fluke man do the, i don't know <laughs> fluke man coming to uh Fortnite in 2023 doing his little 100 doing his little dance and then shooting kamehameha wave uh i <laughs> extremely cursed maybe i'll try and photoshop something about that too i don't know um i do like the did you call it the glammed up or like the assified yasified <laughs> yasified dragon knight and then what was oh my yes. gosh i forgot what the fluke man was. oh sundari fluke man that's it maybe i should just start yasifying all of the every uh, every like creature <laughs> And then just like <laughs> put those as the logo for all the signals episodes from now on. <laughs> it's okay that you rejected my flukeworm baby gift, Baka. <laughs> Gross. Oh yeah, awful. Um, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I think it's worth watching. I think X Files would be a really good dip into for like the the spooky season um you know this and like early uh early supernatural you know like up to season six you know right up there you know once you get that that's what i've heard get that story arc out of the way and then you go all right that's enough and then you listen to uh uh uh, carry on my wayward son one last time you cry and then you never watch the show ever again you're like wow that was so great what a wonderful little story um (laughs) Uh, but yeah, there's a there's a lot of uh, spooky shows out there, uh, but nothing, nothing in the vein of X Files can happen uh, like this anymore, which is a huge shame. Uh, but it is accessible if you have the internet and you are willing to go to air quotes Walmart and quote pay cash money to watch it. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, where can people find more? uh uh lisa nofziger uh, stuff oh at first i was like where can they find more x files it's on hulu but then i also found out it is on freebie <laughs> for free folks it might not be all of it but this one's up there for sure so also, shout out to Tubi and archive.org yes the things i've been watching most of my like video content from recently <laughs> underrated i i can't believe it they have so much good stuff yeah for free i don't even mind the ads it's okay (laughs) yeah they could even load me up i'm okay target target the heck out of me with ads as long as you keep getting your tokusatsu on there we're good (laughs) it's true but yeah uh, as far as finding more of my stuff uh follow me on Twitter or Instagram. My handle's the same on each of those. It's at Lisa Nafziger. Help me get to 4K so I can draw a cool butt, a kaiju (laughs) butt, a really neat butt. (laughs) I'll draw the fluke man's butt. Oh, hey, there we go. (laughs) Does he have a tail? Do we Um, know? I don't think so. All the promotional images and the toy I found, uh, because... There's a toy? There's a toy of him, yeah. Oh, wait. (laughs) uh sorry that second image is a toy it's just really well lit uh by no. the, the spawn guy not yeah. seth mcfarlane what's the other 
Oh my gosh. Todd? Todd McFarlane, it, yes. It's yeah. Todd McFarlane, yeah. Uh, so if, if he does have a tale, uh, that toy would tell us. Um, but yeah. Uh, uh, n- n- next uh, next time on uh, Tokyo Lives, we're going to be doing Anaconda. Uh, so, you know, we're moving from one slimy thing to another, you know, if you think about it. Um, and uh, yeah. Uh, I thank you all for joining me on this episode. And most importantly, I thank you, Lisa, for joining me to talk about this and for uh, uh, being one of the, the people to help kickstart this season of, of uh, Tokyo Signals. Uh, it's been a, an absolute blast. Um, Thanks for having me. This is one of my favorites <laughs> of the favorites. So I had to call dibs. Yes, please watch this episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, check it out. 100%. 10 on 10. It's worth a watch. Uh, unless you have a specific fear of fluke worms, in which case, I don't know, watch it with a partner. Like, have someone hold your hand throughout it. <laughs> Might like it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll talk to you all on the next episode of Tokyo Signals! Ooh, Halloween! Spooky! Ooh. All right, that's it. <laughs> This concludes this test of the emergency broadcast system.